Imagine walking into your room full of arms reaching out towards you behind cold bars, some shouting from anger, some for mercy. I am Anna Romo, and I will be discussing the issue of mass incarceration of colored people in the United States. Past generations were imprisoned by means of slavery, which moved into restricted housing, then into segregation. In recent years, minorities have become imprisoned by means of the criminal justice system. As a society, we must begin to discuss, is mass incarceration a targeted tool of oppression, and who is the target? The mainstream idea that the criminal justice system has been set up only to control crime rates is a fake, being used to control and deny human rights and privileges of freedom and equality to people of color. Some believe that crime must be punished regardless of race, ethnicity, background, but rather on the sole basis of severity of the crime committed. The three strikes law is a prime example of the idea that crime is crime and must be punished. The law is based on the idea that any criminal with a serious or violent prior felony would automatically have his sentence doubled for a second conviction and on a third felony conviction would be put away for 25 years to life. This goes against the idea that incarceration works as racially targeted means for keeping people of color oppressed. The Three Strikes Law of California suggests that any and every crime must be punished regardless of race, ethnicity, and background. But the rule fails to consider the fact that colored individuals are a relatively popular group in those being charged for the Three Strikes Law and those alike. These disparities are obvious to the naked eye due to the fact that African Americans that account for only 12% of the overall population make up more than half of the prison system, which is appalling. It should move us and spark some emotion of rage and frustration in us. The major increase in the number of people in prison in the United States began in the mid-1970s. This figure rose 500% between 1980 and 2014. And the disproportionate number of people incarcerated for nonviolent crimes were people of color, particularly African-American men. Think about it. Is this just some odd coincidence or has this group been targeted Odd coincidence? I think not. Oppressive institutions, such as the prison system, are set up early on and simply redesigned throughout the years to reemerge and become noticeable to us every four years. Let that sink in. We're going to throw back to the three-fifths clause, which made male slaves less than full men. Although the three-fifths clause has since then been eliminated, the treatment of colored individuals as three-fifths of a human continues today, in the way they are treated in prisons and the negative discrimination they face, especially if they have served prison time. They are looked at as outsiders or the big elephant in the room. The prison system not only affects the reputation of people of color in and outside of the prison system, but it also increases the likelihood of homelessness and poverty, putting children at high risk of going to prison and thus perpetuating a cycle of poverty, which keeps them low on the social and economic ladder. How can we reverse this treatment and cycle? Does anyone in the crowd seem to have a solution to this problem other than jail time? Here's one. By providing interventions for at-risk teenagers, crimes will be proactively controlled and future incidences of crime will diminish. Here's two. A re-examination of the criminal justice system and laws to ensure that convictions and sentencing are charged fairly, 
breaking down a corrupt prison system to rebuild it into an equal society for all, not based on color, but on the severity of the crime committed. People will continue to remark, that's just how it is. Even from the early days of the Declaration of Independence, equality and freedom were to be relative and racially limited terms. However, justice for black and brown individuals must occur in order for them to experience true and honest equality and freedom. This one's for future colored generations to experience the right of being treated in a humane manner, to feel what it's like to be truly equal and free, and to be released from the shackles of generational poverty.